What It Be Like, Homies and Homettes. I stole that from uh, Chris Jones' Physique of Greatness. Homies and Homettes. I like that one. Um, alrighty. I'm starting it off with an um. That's weird. Anyways, not re-recording, not changing anything. I'm not starting again. Episode 81 of the Rollin' and Ramblin' podcast with Steve Bertrand. Episode 81, hey? Wow. It's interesting to think about a video I just watched on on TikTok, and it talked about there was a lot to unpack in it. It was basically this. It was a it was a lady talking about the whole idea of of with with the way sort of men are perceived perceived nowadays that that ladies are raised to look for red flags, but men aren't really raised to look for red flags in relationships, and they're also taught if they quit something. And she said, if you quit anything, you are a failure as a man in society. And that hit home for me big time, big time, big time, big time. Because I 100% believe that's true. And maybe not for everyone, and I, I don't want to generalize, but I, I think specifically for me, I don't think I actually know that that's 100% of what I feel as an individual, as a male in society. That I am a failure if I quit. And all the self-help books and everything else tell you that too. Just keep persevering. There's a book called, I think it's Three Feet from Gold. It's basically, it's part of the Napoleon Hill think and grow rich that somebody was sort of stopped digging when they were searching for gold and then somebody else went in there and it was three feet away from where the other person was digging and they found all this gold so the idea of giving up when you're three feet from gold kind of idea so the whole idea is that this mentality has been ingrained in everybody from day one and I, I can't speak for for ladies and and that to see if that's been ingrained in them as well I think it's just sort of how you're raised and maybe culture and different things but I sure as hell know that I have an issue with quitting things and more so than even any of that I have an issue with feeling like a failure sorry about that I heard a weird uh Music softly playing, and I couldn't quite figure out what it was. But then I realized it was my alarm that was set for p.m. instead of a.m. <laughs> so, uh, there we go. So back to this concept of failure if you quit something. I feel that. Big time. And what happens if you feel failure if you quit something? Or you just feel failure in general? If you feel failure enough, you tend to stop trying. 
So sort of everyone says this whole never give up type idea and, you know, always persevere and all that stuff. But you have to persevere at the right things. You have to, and you have to have some sort of gleam of hope along the way, some sort of beacon of success, some sort of something to make you think you're on the right track. So I guess the key for me is to not beat myself up for quitting if I'm doing the wrong thing. And then hopefully when I get into a position where I've done something that's appropriate for my skill set, I'll have some level of success to want to continue on. It's interesting with the book, right? Because I've been writing the book and rewriting it and doing all these things. And that process in itself has been really good. Except for the fact that I have no feedback on whether the book will be any good. So I'm entirely taking a risk on whether anyone's going to read my book. So you're going to put in a ton of effort. You're going to write 10,000, 12,000, 15,000, 30,000 words, whatever it turns out to be. And nobody could possibly ever read it. The interesting part about that sort of dynamic for me is that it doesn't matter to me if anybody reads it. I'm not saying that to be arrogant. I'm just saying that I don't care if anyone reads my book. Obviously, I want them to. Like, don't get me wrong. That would be cool. Have people read my book, get some sort of value out of the words that I put down on a piece of paper as you do with this podcast, as people do with my Instagram and YouTube channel and all that stuff. But I decided a long time ago that I needed to write a book to write a book. I'm going to look up the stat right now. I just want to, I want to know how many people actually want to write a book. So let's see here. How many people want typing with one hand here. I've got too much stuff on my desk. Two. Write a book. Let's see what comes up with. Let's see what comes up on the Googles. So it says uh, that according to writer Joseph Epstein, I'm not sure I know who that is. 81% of Americans feel that they have a book in them and should write it. That's approximately 200 million people aspire authorship. Uh, and then there's another one here. Uh, how many people out of 100? This is on Quora. I don't know if that's a super reliable source for, for answers, but let's just take a look what they say. Uh, they just pulled the same thing off the top of Google. Mm. And then some people say it's 100 out of 100. What 
ever. Okay, so anyway, we're just gonna we're just gonna say that it's about eighty out of every hundred people that say they want to write a book. And as far as I remember, the percentage of people that actually write books is like the the sort of ten to twelve percent. So out of all those people, they sit there and think they have a book inside them that they should write, and they don't. So at some level, I've had this crazy idea that I wanted to write a book. It's been a lot of years. My mom keeps reminding me of that wonderful fact. I don't think she does it to take shots at me. She may, but she's also right. So, and... So for me, I, I just want to finish the book. And duh, if if I if people buy it and read it and like it and it goes crazy, awesome. And that is a goal of writing the book. Just to be clear, I don't know if I was unclear with that just previous with my previous statement, but the the number one goal is to just write the book and get it done. The number two goal would obviously for it to, to sell a reasonable amount, make me a bit of dough, give me a little more credibility around different things, maybe putting a course together or speaking or whatever workshops, stuff like that. So, I just, for me, the, the book thing is different because you have to do the whole thing before you can figure out whether you're going to fail. You have to actually do the whole process of writing a book. You have to You have to spend the money, you have to publish it, you have to do all that stuff. And there's a lot of people out there that sometimes you can try things and decide whether you like it and you stick your toe in it. And uh, this isn't for me. I'm out. But the interesting thing about being forced to have to go all in when you're doing something is you have no regret on the back end. Because if you have a chance to sort of kind of go half in and out on, on a project, you're not putting your full effort in. So the opportunity for success is also less on the other end, in my opinion. So the fact that I have to write this book and publish it, like, and get an editor and publish it, and then put it out for people to buy, and I have to go through that entire process, I had to put myself in a mindset that, that I had to be okay with that. Now, my true number one motivation is to write a book and just say that I wrote a book, even if three people read it, because I know there's three or four of you that read the, listen to this podcast on a regular basis, and I'm pretty sure I can get you guys to, to buy a book. Then maybe my family and a couple other friends. So on the short end, I can sell probably 11 or 12 copies of my book. On the high end, you never know. So it becomes one of those acts of perseverance with, with basically no downside because I have framed it in such a way. Anyway. That's where I'm at with it. I just sort of got inspired by this video I saw on TikTok. And I think, I don't know if it's just strictly males. Maybe it's just the way that you, you were brought up. But the whole idea that uh, you know, um, we're sort of taught that if we quit anything, we're failures. And I think society tells us that, especially in the self-help world. Or especially if you want to do a side project or be an entrepreneur. If you give up, you're giving up too soon. But maybe that's not the case. And no one can tell you exactly how long you should do something before you feel like a failure. It's just, for me, it's 
it's going extended period of times, periods of t extended periods of time without any level of success. That's why it's so important that I take this course, how to write a book in 30 days and go through that process. Because if I can write a book in a month, even though I'm already like half started and all the way through, if I can go through that process and maybe pick up some tips and actually finish the thing, it's easier for me to just then get it out and be like, that was one thing that I did. And it's something that I can look back on at the end of my life and say, hey, you know what? Not only on top of the podcast and the YouTube channel and the blog, the written blogs, I wrote an actual book and it sold this. That's not as important as the fact that I wrote a book, but it it's something that I get to check off my list. Some people like to go traveling to all these places. I want to do projects and hopefully have some of my knowledge in a paperback book that can then help a few people succeed. There you go. So, I don't know if that made any sense, but that was my take on the whole idea of taught that we're failures if we quit anything, because that, for me at least, is 100% true. And you have to frame yourself different if you want to succeed, because some things you just have to see through to the finish line, and you have to get something bigger out of it than just money, and you have to change what that definition for that specific project is for success. Alrighty, episode 81 in the books. Thanks. Share this out. Uh, make it go awesome. And thank you so much for your support and listening to every episode. Thank you very, very much. Talk to you soon.